Trigger Podcast here, here in Vegas at the Reawaken America Tour. And I am here with Chris Skye. How are you doing? I am absolutely amazing. How about you? I am doing well. So you've been touring the country. You're going to be touring Europe. And what, what are you up to? Tell, tell us the latest. Well, everybody knows, well, if you know who I am, everybody knows that I was one of the main speakers for the anti-lockdown movement in Canada. Yeah. I spoke all over Canada. I've headlined uh, the Trucker Convoy speech. Last year, I did a tour in Europe, and it was very successful in England, Ireland, uh, Netherlands, and others. So this year, when we realized that they're going to bring back the mandates again, yeah. and they're going to try to combine it with the whole climate change there, and it would create a perfect storm of restrictions, I decided I needed to go on tour, and I call it the tour to change the world. Because now that everyone's already gone through the suffering of the first pandemic, they're a little smarter, they're a little wiser, and they're a little stronger. So I believe that we can get enough people, the 30% that didn't comply the first time, plus another 10% plus, so we can prevent these mandates from happening. And the best way, in my opinion, to do that was to get a tour for the entire world. One cohesive message, one cohesive movement, and it ha where else could you start besides the United States of America? The United States of America is the home of freedom. It's the only country in the world that has a constitution with the protection of the First and Second Amendment. I come from Canada. so. Both of our countries were put under the same kind of lockdown restrictions. Both of us faced the same kind of scrutiny. Only one of us had a constitution. And that constitution protected you guys a lot better than our charter of rights did. So I believe, I, I probably appreciate the constitution more than most Americans do. Because I, I had to fight without it. And the consequences of me fighting without it in Canada were 27 arrests and 73 uh, charges. Zero convictions, by the way. That just shows to show how corrupt Canada has become. Ten years ago when I was in the States, I used to joke about how Canada was better than the States. Right. Now it's not even a joke. It's not even close. The States is way better in every way possible. Right. Yeah. Why do you, I feel like a lot of Canadians really did rise up during this time. We had no choice. Yeah. It was do or die. Americans sat on the couch and were like, we have guns. They're not going to make me wear a mask. And they laughed it off. And they were right. Like Because when they would sue in court, it didn't matter if it was an individual a business or even a government official. The yeah. Constitution protected them every time. When yeah. we were suing in court and we were at challenging court, we were getting arrested, we were getting charged, we were getting fired, we were getting our businesses closed out. We had our bank accounts frozen. Like, you know how scary that is? I, I was one of those people that had their bank accounts. What did you do? Mine was even worse. Mine wasn't even frozen. Because if it's frozen, that means the bank can't use the money either. Right. So for me, they just pretended they couldn't identify me. So the bank still had access to my money, but I didn't have access to my money. And I walked in there with no less than seven different IDs, including my passport, which was the document they had on file that I used to open the account. So with the money, did you, were you able to retrieve it? Did you? I made them call the RCMP, which is the Canadian FBI. And when the, F, uh, when the RCMP came and identified me, obviously, they still didn't give me access. And the RCMP told me to, uh, to complain to the banking regulator service, which I did. Two days later, the bank called me, identified me over a Zoom call, and then made me close my accounts and take my money. Wow. Just because I had the audacity to complain about them. That's how Canada is. So People have no rights. No freedoms, you're not allowed to speak out. And now they even made gay pride. It's not just a parade anymore. It's not just a month anymore. In Canada, gay pride is now an entire season. From the beginning of June to the end of September, it's pride season in Canada. And they're spending billions of dollars on this. And it generates no revenue. 
Right. It's not like your family is going to be like, hey, let's go to Pride season in Toronto, everybody. Right. It's like, so no, they're just spending all this money to virtue signal. And now they even altered the law that allows grown men during Pride season to expose their, their genitals to children. And the law states that it's allowed unless they're physically masturbating or fully erect. So if he's half erect, it's okay for your eight-year-old child to, have, to be literally eye level with a grown man's bare penis and testicles. That's Canada now. Awful. And you wonder why I'm here fighting? Right, right. Yeah, because I don't want to be part of Pride season. Right, right. Fair enough. What do you think will happen? Because they are trying to bring back the masks, the lockdown. That's the, the billion-dollar question. That's why I started the Just Say No and the United Noncompliance Movement. Yeah. Just Say No is on the individual level. Every man, woman, and child has the power to just say no. Yeah. And when people say, oh, what's a child going to do? When I was eight years old, I dare you to try to put one of those masks on me. Right. I would take it off, tear it up, and if you did it again, I would do the same thing. So everybody has that voice. And when individuals make that choice, now they're actually doing their part. And when you get a whole group of individuals like we have here yeah. doing that, it's called United non Flights. And when we break it down into phases, phase one was the global awakening, which we did. That's how we got to trucker convoy level. Yeah. Phase two was taking action. The trucker convoy was a, the, uh, was a perfect example of taking action. And we got rid of the mandates. The only problem is we never followed through. Phase three is holding these people accountable. And we never yeah. did. Fauci's still around. Trudeau fired 80% of his government and then just rehired them to different jobs. This is the kind of accountability they have. Absolutely not. So that's why they were so brazen that now they're going to try for another round of lockdowns. Right. And we got to say, if we resist it now, we're good. Yeah. If they get it on us now, it's going to be a very tough fight. Then that's why I'm doing this tour. And it's not an accident that I did it at this exact moment. It's right. my, my, I'm always on the ball. I always know what's going to happen. I think I've proven it enough times. <laughs> yeah. So I can prove it again. Every time we've done something, we slow them down. We already yeah. know that Agenda 2030 is now Agenda 2031. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen when we get a cohesive global voice telling these people enough is enough. We're just saying no. We're not going along with this. They're done. They're done. Exactly. And that's what we got to get to. We got to get to that critical mass. And that's why I'm on this tour to change the world. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm so grateful that you're doing it. And I really hope people do not comply this time. Do you think that I could I kind of see that they do little beta tests. Yeah, so it's they, exactly what they're doing. Right. They use AI programs. They use yeah. the media. They use this as real time samples, uh, samples. What I believe they're going to do, and I hate to say this, but I want it to be on record. Yeah. Because they know there's going to be a lot more resistance than the last time. Yeah. And they know there's going to be people that are like us that will never do it no matter what. Sure. The one way they're going to try to scare people into submission is by killing some kids. They kill a few kids, watch how fast people put that mask back on. And this isn't me predicting this. Bill Gates literally said it. The second pandemic is going to start with the kids. He said it because they know they need to do something different to scare the people. It's like a sequel of a movie. You can't have the same explosion, the same it's a horror movie. There's got to be some kind of twist. That would be the twist. And all they got to do is go to a school and poison a few children in a couple different schools, blame it on the virus, and everybody will fall in line. Wow. Or so they think. Sure, sure. Um, well, and then, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to go all conspiratorial here, but, uh, you know, it does seem like the people who want to sacrifice children, they'll, they'll get the... You think they have a problem killing children? That's what they do for a living. What's the number one problem in the world today? Child sex trafficking. 
if you combine child sex trafficking with trafficking in general, the organ harvesting, the blood harvesting, and all the other spinoffs that come with it, that's a multi-trillion dollar industry, and that is the single biggest problem in the world today. Yeah. And we're actually going to be starting a worldwide movement against that. It's called savingachild.com. And it's just getting started right now. The website is up, but not the real website. It's just the introductory website. That's why I'm not talking about it at length, but I do have to, I do have to mention it. Because we are uh, starting a worldwide campaign we're calling prevention. Because we believe that that is the number one way to prevent everything that's happening. Empower our children. Because that's what they're coming for. This whole trans agenda, LGBT agenda, pride season is targeting the children. Yeah, not is. you, not me. It's the children. Yeah, they want to target the children because... If they can break up the family unit, they can take over America. And there's no better way to break up the family unit than turning the children into a member of the LGBT community. Because now the parents are no longer their number one caregiver and their number one influence. Now the state is. The parent, the teacher or the principal or whoever told them that they could change their gender. Because a little four-year-old child, five-year-old child doesn't know what that means. Meanwhile, if your little five-year-old child said, hey, mommy, I want to eat candy canes for breakfast. You'd probably say no, right? I would hope so. But if your four-year-old child says, I, I, I want to really be a girl, even though I'm a boy, if you don't affirm that decision, you're a horrible person that CPS can even come take away your children. That is the world we're starting to live in, and it's absolutely disgusting. It's insane. It is beyond insane. Yeah. And, we, and it's because they have people like us, well, not people like me, but other people scared to speak out. Right. They, they don't want to get demonized. They don't want to be labeled racist, right. transphobe, bigot, et cetera. Throw that garbage where it belongs, in the garbage. Words mean nothing. You know what I mean? Something actions. Like bringing drag queens to a child's school and telling them to dance for them. That's right. That's a problem. Not saying, hey, this is freaking gross. We shouldn't be doing this. Right. And then being worried that they're not going to call you open-minded or an ally. No, I don't want to be an ally. No, I don't want to be tolerant. No, get that crap away from my kids. So that's why we're starting the prevention program with savingachild.com. And if we can save even one soul, it's worth it. In this time of great uncertainty, many of you may be worried about protecting your finances, finding a safe place to live, and ways to secure you and your loved one's future. Well, Mikkel Thoroff, the host of the Expat Money Show podcast, is hosting a free online event at expatmoneysummit.com that will address all of those concerns and so much more. The confirmed speakers include Dr. Ron Paul, Doug Casey, Mark Faber, Jim Rogers, plus international lawyers, offshore precious metal dealers, foreign real estate experts, and much, much more. In this free online event, you'll learn about finding a safe place to live in the world, legally eliminating your tax bills so you're not funding war or various weaponizations against we the people, international wealth protection, second passports. I personally would love one of those before more countries start requiring visas to travel there and offshore banking. So don't miss the largest offshore event in the entire world. And the best thing is that it's free. You can pick up your free ticket at expatmoneysummit.com. Again, that's expatmoneysummit.com. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. No, I'm so glad you're doing that. It's so incredibly important. What would you advise parents? Let's say they do, hypothetically, play a thought experiment. If they do go after the kid, they poison them and blame it on the virus. And Do what I've been telling people. You take your kids out of school. The school is no place for the kids. Yep. They're trying to traumatize them one way or the other. Yes. Whether it was COVID restrictions, like social distancing, yep. making them stand in little lines, making them wait before they can walk through a, th- uh, a doorway, 
making them isolated at their desk, making them wear a mask all day. You think any of that is good for your child? Or you think it's all psychological trauma yeah. that's not only going to hamper their development temporarily, it's going to nullify their maximum potential that they would have had, number one. So it's a no friggin' brainer. And now they're coming at them with this trans agenda, which is the next level. So you got them terrified to the point where they can't even walk through a door without, without someone telling them. And now they can't even know that. Now they got them so confused, they don't know if they're a boy, a girl, or a cat. Right. I, 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 I laugh. That's so absurd. But they're literally doing that. You, you see these kids on these social media. They call media. them furries. Yeah. The furries. And or they call them uh, trans uh, species. Trans species. Just like you have trans ages. Right. In Canada, we had a transgender rugby player. It was a dude. Like, he might have well had a beard like you. Like, he was your size, and he's playing with women. And every single play, he's hurting somebody. Like, they're taking them off the field in a stretcher, and they're cheering this on. Like, it's supposed to be a... What happened to the feminists? I thought feminists were supposed to care about women. Right, right. And they've completely nullified. That's well, I'm happy to say, in Italy, they banned transgender people from uh, beauty pageants. So they are actually protecting women. And I'm happy to see how Trump and others are banning transgender athletes from competing. That's ridiculous. You have transgender males competing against females in places like MMA. Like, it's absolutely insane because they watch a movie with, uh, what's her name, Charlize Theron, Atomic Blonde, and she beat up a whole guy, a room full of men, so now you think it's possible? No, there are genders for a reason. Yeah. There are males, there are females. We are different. We might be equal, but that does not mean we're the same. A pound yeah, of feathers that. and a pound of rocks is equal, but they're different. What do you think about this movement where it seems like they've gone very extreme. We have now like the the counter to the feminists and the trans, right? It's like the, the anti-feminist movement. Because they have to try to make it look like they have opposition. So the other, the other, their, whole, their whole shtick is that they're the victim group. They're mm -hmm. the special protected minority class. If they don't have an enemy, they're not a special protected minority anymore. And they're not, they're more widely accepted than anybody. Right. A trans person is more widely accepted than a cisgender white male. Right. We're the ones that need to be diversified. We're the ones right. that are toxic. We're the ones that are uh, privileged. Yeah. You name it. Right. The trans ones are the ones that are special. Right. Etc. It's ridiculous. People still haven't caught on. Totally. But I, I mean, like, so it seems like we've gone. Now we've got this very extreme, like the Andrew Tates and some of these, like. Yes. Right? I honestly believe he was a psyop. Yeah. To, to help get anti-masculine and anti-masculine free speech laws passed. Right. Because if you saw, they tried in England. They tried to literally pass an anti-misogyny, anti-toxic masculinity law. Oh, and yeah. it failed miserably. Then yeah. Andrew Tate rose to prominence. Right. And all of a sudden, he became the poster child for why they needed that law. That they pretended they just came out with, that they really came out with six months ago and failed. Interesting. So I don't know. Because yeah. he said a lot of bright things and then he just went off the deep end. Right. Like saying he wanted to have sex with a tranny that looked like Megan Fox rather than an ugly female. What? You didn't hear I, that I one? I missed that one. You didn't hear that one? I, yeah. I missed it. Okay, well, there's a, there was a, a debate going right. on against radical feminists right. and, a, and a normal white guy that considers right. himself like an alpha male. Okay. And they asked him if he would rather have sex with the oldest woman in the world or the hottest trans woman in the world. And his response was the oldest woman in the world because he didn't. He's not gay, and these radical feminists lost it through the mics and like stopped the debate because he dared say that a trans woman wasn't a woman. So then Andrew Tate did his own spin-off video of it and said, "Would you rather have sex with Hulk Hogan with a, a vagina or Megan Fox with a penis?" 
And he said, I'd rather have sex with Megan Fox than with Tina's. And I was just like... So he basically just backtracked on his everything own. he said. Unless he was joking, but I, he didn't sound like he was joking to me. Interesting. Well, I didn't see it, so I can't assess. But can if he wasn't, I will. Yeah, I will. He literally says, just scoot it aside. Well, now there's like the, the trad movements too, right? The, the trad uh, wives and the trad... I just feel like they're taking... It's similar, but now they're doing it with women. Like, yeah, they're, they're literally trying to destroy the... They're trying to destroy gender and identity. Because if you don't have an identity, they can control you. If you're strong in who you are, yeah. they can't tell you what to do. But if you don't even know who you are and they have to tell you what you are and they tell you you're one of the 76 and ever-expanding genders, have you even read some of the genders? These are official gender identities in the Gender Identity Handbook. Yeah. And it's like, your gender changes based on the phases of the mood. Your gender changes based on who's around you and your mood. Like, no, so you're a girl? Like, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Like, and we're not supposed to, like, it's not a good thing to affirm this. They want you to believe like you're good and tolerant. They love that word tolerant. What does tolerant even mean? It means putting up with something you know is wrong. It's like me standing here and watching him rob you and purse snatch you and just not doing anything. Cause you know, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be intolerant to the robber. So like, it's, a, it's the most ridiculous thing. And it's just like with COVID, tolerance became a virtue when it's really not. No. And cowardice and obedience became a virtue when it's really not. So we just got to get out of clown world, out of bizarro reversal yeah. world, and get back to traditional values, traditional right. roles. And everybody needs to understand that this is all being done so that they can confuse you, they can control you. Absolutely. Yeah, I call it the compassion trap. They, right? They, they, they feign in compassion and they exploit the best aspects of humanity. Yeah. And in how, order and to why get you believe, to... Why would you believe the government that's giving you all these special privileges and telling you you're special and protected? Right. Why would you believe they're really not your friend and just using you to screw over everyone else? Exactly. Exactly. No, that's... Uh, well, well, I better said. go get some food before I'm, I pass yeah, out. Yes, please I've been do. up for like 36 hours straight. Oh my goodness. I drove here from Colorado at three in the morning. Wow. I just had time to go to my hotel, shower, change, and get here. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything you're doing. Do not comply. I, right. Just say no. Yeah. On a massive scale, we call it United Non-Compliance. This is Chris Sky. God bless you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Tell people where they can find you. Really oh, quick. I give out my number. 416-400-9994. Or go to realchrissky.com and find all my socials. Thank you, everybody. Excellent. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. You too. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.